Hi, you're listening to another podcast from I'dRatherBeWriting.com. My name is Tom Johnson. Today, I am reading a post called, If Writing is No Longer a Marketable Skill, What Is? Here's a high-level summary. When we try to sell our techcom skills, promoting our writing skills doesn't seem to impress people anymore, as writing is considered more of a presumed skill that everybody just has. To give a sense of value, I think we need to hyphenate our job titles, becoming more of a hybrid professional. All right, let's dig into this. The other day, I looked at site metrics for my two sub-projects. I have an API documentation site and another one called Simplifying Complexity. And the traffic on my Simplifying Complexity site is only about 1.73% of the overall traffic on my other sites, my blog, API docs, and so forth. And here's a graph. It's kind of sad. Um, you know, in three months, there's about 5,488 page views. Now, in contrast, I was looking at the uh, traffic on my API documentation site for the past three months, and, and I found that it constitutes about 60% of my overall site traffic. Over the past three months, there were 191,978 page views. So, 191,000 versus 5,000 page views over the last three months. How do you interpret and make sense of this disparity in traffic? You know, it seems pretty clear that one type of content is sought after more than the other. Now, granted, the API doc site uh, has a lot more pages. There's 96 instead of 11 pages. It's been around a lot longer, several years now. Um, and I've given a lot of API documentation presentations referring to it. But I think it's more than that. People seek to learn about skills that they don't have, that they lack. And API documentation is one of these skills. It's something people seek after. But simplifying complexity is not really a skill people search out. Uh, also, I think the audience differs. The traffic going to my API doc site, I think it involves a lot of developers looking for tips on how to document their API, not just technical writers. And this is because this traffic on this API doc site is, is outpacing the regular traffic on my blog. I said 60% was going to that that site. Also, just in general feedback, I get a lot of requests to teach workshops, even uh, uh, college classes on API documentation, but almost nothing about simplifying complexity. Now, granted, I haven't really finished that simplifying complexity site, you know, and it's kind of very uh, much in the beginning stages, but still, if I were to try to package up the content that I have so far about simplifying complexity, I'm not really sure how to market it. Uh, workshops, they seem geared towards teaching very specific skills that can be packaged and sold. Is simplifying complexity a skill that fits into that category of things that can be packaged and sold? Um, workshops, they tend to focus on more concrete, you know, tangible tasks, hands-on things, whereas the topics in simplifying complexity they align more with critical thinking and higher level analysis. 
To give you an idea of the skills focus in workshops, let me read a few titles from some recent workshops at the STC Summit, LavaCon, and other conferences. Structuring, structured authoring and DITA. Usability and user experience. These are just workshop titles. Content strategy, engineering, and management. CSS like a pro. Content experience modeling. Developing web apps. WordPress for technical communicators. Content engineering. Technical writing for translation. Context for content. It depends. Managing content development teams. Inner mastery. Machine learning 101. Get started with chatbots. Design thinking workshop. Experience focused content organization. Unified content portals. Learn how to get and content strategies. All right, so uh, generally skills are usually the focus of a workshop. And simplifying complexity is too much like the core task of technical writing. So to make this into a workshop, I'd need to convert this capability into, into a more marketable skill, to package it in a way that sells. And mo most likely, I'm guessing that approach would be creating documentation for developers or something. Or maybe I would need to recast it into a specific methodology framework that has a catchy name, like reducing developer friction or something. I don't know. Uh, shifting gears a little bit, other events have sort of suggested the devaluation of writing in my in my recent weeks uh, at work sometimes my role seems to be catering more towards groups who just write their own documentation and for these groups i i edit and publish their content um, but i don't necessarily write write it from scratch for them uh, simply i'm supporting too many teams and as such uh, i'm kind of a conduit that just helps these teams publish because I don't have more bandwidth than, than that. Uh, recently, an Amazon team posted a job for a full-time technical writer slash editor whose job is primarily helping edit and publish content for these product teams. Uh, this position will help teams who, quote, bring their own docs to the table, uh, as one of my colleagues put it. So this writer is going to help edit and publish these docs that are brought to the table rather than write the docs for them. So the writer is more of a facilitator. Here's an excerpt from that job post. As a technical writer slash editor, you'll work with the tech writers and the technical teams to create and drive quality standards and edit and produce the developer documentation in a cross-functional distributed environment. You'll drive editorial processes to ensure a high quality experience for developers. You'll also serve as the writer and quality control on projects where partner teams are onboarded to publish to the developer portal. Now granted, this same team also posted a position for a senior programming writer, and this latter position is a level higher than the former, but it's still interesting to see this distinction in job titles and, and roles job functions and roles. Now, I, I'm also hearing some discussions about the value of writing in podcasts, too. Uh, the latest version of the Cherry Leaf podcast, 
called The Evolution of the Technical Communicator's Career, recently discussed a dreary article called Software Technical Writing is a Dying Career, but Here's What Writers Can Do to Stay in the Software Game, published in 2015, so three years ago, by Jim Gray. And Gray's main argument is that, quote, Companies are leaning into good user interface design and stepping away from online help systems and printed PDF documentation, end quote. Gray explains that he recently had lunch with a business owner who told him this, quote, Technical writing is dying off. It's all about clean, engaging UX now. I have talked to more than 100 startup and small software companies as I've built my business. Almost none of them have technical writers and almost all all of them have UX designers, end quote. Now, I'd agree, not necessarily based on any raw data, that the tech writing jobs for user interface products, that is for end users, they are probably shrinking. But I would argue that tech writer jobs for developer docs are growing. I mean, look at the tremendous growth in APIs over the past decade. It's, it's kind of mind-boggling. Um, now, granted, I'm at the heart of Silicon Valley uh, in San Jose, Santa Clara, Sunnyvale area of California. And APIs abound here. Every third person here or every other person is a technology worker of some kind. Um, but still, you know, it seems like this is the era of developer docs. And the developer doc industry is just thriving. Now, Gray transitioned into software testing instead. You know, he left tech writing. Um, but he says he leveraged many of the skills he developed as a technical writer. Now, in the Cherry Leaf podcast, Ellis Pratt, who is the host, he also runs the Cherry Leaf blog, he looks at job trends, trying to answer Jim Gray's, you know, argument or question or, or assertion about tech writing dying. Uh, Ellis looks at job trends and finds that, no, you know, tech writer jobs haven't gone away. Ellis says, is, oh, wow, and if I could do an English accent, I would, but I can't. Is this true? Has the tech writing job disappeared since 2015? Clearly not, because there are still companies like Cherry Leaf, and I suspect that a, a good few people who listen to this podcast are technical writers and authors. But I think that there is a truth in saying that the role of the technical author is changing and the requirements and the skills that they need are changing as well. And it may be that the job titles change in the way in which the role is perceived, end quote. Note that in the UK, technical writers are called technical authors. Well, I wanted to continue uh, some of Ellis's position here looking at the evolution and responding to Gray's argument about tech writing dying uh, by looking at another source here, uh, the STC salary database. And if you look over the past, I don't know, five years, from 2012 to 2016, that's the data available in the, survey, in the salaries uh, database, you can see that uh, in 2012, there were 46,000 tech writer jobs. In 2016, there are 49,000 tech writer jobs, roughly, or 49,780. So almost three, 4,000 more jobs uh, have been added over the last four years. And the salary database author explains, quote, 
During 2016, there were an estimated 49,780 technical writers employed in the United States. The, pro the profession was relatively flat in terms of employment, increasing only 10 jobs versus 2015. However, the employment level in 2016 represents the highest employment level for the occupation since being uh, tracked by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. In 2013 and 2014, there was an estimated increase of 1,140 and 900 technical, 910 technical writer positions, respectively. This represented a 2.5% increase in 2013 and a 1.9% increase in 2014. During 2015, the profession experienced an increase of employment of 1,560 technical writers, equating to growth of 3.2% versus 2014. The graph below shows the employment trends of technical writers versus other media and communication occupations. Of this group, technical writers is the only occupation which has seen employment growth in each year since 2011, with an average annual employment increase of 1.9%, end quote. So, uh, the SDC salary database puts the growth of tech writers from 2012 to 2016 at around 2%. Now, the STC salary database pulls its data from the, quote, Occupational Employment Statistics Wage Survey conducted by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And if you look at the Bureau of Labor Statistics, Statistics Employment Projections page, you can see similar information, um, but interestingly, it puts the number of tech writers in 2016 at 52,400 instead of 49,780, so I'm not sure why there's a slight difference. Maybe the STC excluded some small segment. I don't know. Um, and looking at some of these other projections by the BLS, uh, they say that the job growth rate for software developers from 2016 to 2026, that is looking kind of 10 years out, that job growth rate is projected at 24%, and they, they say this is, quote, much faster than average. The average projected job growth for all jobs is 7%, and the BLS says the job growth for technical writers is projected at 11%, which they say is, quote, faster than average. So, uh, you know, from 2016 to 20. 26, the BLS projects 11% growth, even though from 2012 to 2016, the growth was only about 2%. But uh, my overall argument is that I'm trying to address this question, is technical writing dying? It seems pretty clear that um, you know technical writing jobs are holding steady, increasing a little bit, but um, if software engineering jobs are growing at 13% faster than tech writing jobs, I said I said they're projected to grow at 24%, whereas tech writing jobs are growing at 11%, so 24% minus 11% is 13%. So if, if engineering jobs are outpacing tech writer jobs by 13% every year, then even though technical writer jobs aren't actually shrinking, uh, they're shrinking in comparison to engineering jobs. Um, and now here's where I realized that I should have taken a statistics course or more math, but I'm trying to think exactly what does this mean? If you support five engineering teams now, uh, which I do roughly, right? 
in 2026, how many engineering teams will I support? Well, um, well, I'm assuming I will support around 13% more engineering teams, which only equates to six engineering teams instead of five, which isn't really startling, but it does sort of explain a trend about why we're seeing more engineers writing docs. Um, this ratio between engineers versus tech writers is just getting larger and larger. And that's why technical writers might be playing more of an editor slash publisher role instead of a, an authoring role. Now, despite this trend of more engineers writing, um, engineers still generally dislike writing. Uh, Matt Assay, uh, who's a commentator on the 2018 GitHub survey, says that in this, in this GitHub survey, uh, GitHub found that contributions to, do to documentation in open source projects are abysmal. Even when developers write, they hate doing it. Uh, Assay explains, quote, 93% of respondents gnash their teeth over shoddy documentation, but also admitted to doing virtually nothing to improve the situation. If you think this deeply felt need for documentation would motivate more developers to pitch in and help, you'd be wrong. 60% of developers can't be bothered to, to contribute documentation, end quote. So even if engineers are writing, they're likely gnashing their teeth while doing it and resenting it. And as such, what they produce can't be very exciting to read. So maybe eventually we'll see trends reverse course, similar to how a few years ago, many thought that all tech writing jobs would be offshored to India. But then that offshoring trend seemed to fizzle, presumably because the output was kind of poor, like an engineer's writing. All right, so enough of these dismal numbers. Um, it seems pretty clear that the profession of tech writing is changing and evolving. Tech writer jobs may not be shrinking, but they're not growing at the same rate as engineering jobs. So how can we pivot our profession's marketing so that we're not really just selling our skills as writing, which is a skill that engineers and others already feel they have? What skills do what skills do technical writers bring to the table and how can these skills be packaged and sold in an attractive, compelling way? Um, this pivot was my intentional fo uh, focus on this series of, quote, simplifying complexity. Um, we're not just writing tech docs, we're simplifying complex information. But I think that in the minds of most people, simplifying complexity is just a fancy way of saying technical writing. Moreover, if products are highly complex and technical, I'm really not sure that tech writers can actually swoop in and save the day. Um, this past week, I spent most of my time trying to explain a product that was just poorly designed in some areas. It was a, a clear kludge, um designed entirely by, by engineers. And I think products that are designed so poorly as to be insanely complex can't be band-aided with helpful documentation and the solution fixed. Um, the products will just ultimately fail if they aren't designed in a more usable way. So you don't need a super duper specialist to come in and save the day by making clear documentation for a virtually unusable product because the market's just gonna ignore that product anyway. At any rate, um, if we can't market our writing ability, what is it that 
we can market that will really sell. And earlier I said to consider what you could package into a workshop and look at the workshop title as a way to sell your skills. Well, let's think about another strategy of hyphenating our roles, making our job titles a hybrid. And this is something that Jack Molisani, uh, who runs the LavaCon conference, recommended way back in 2007, 11 years ago, when I interviewed him at an STC conference. It's one of my most memorable four-minute interviews. Anyway, uh, I've been doing some brainstorming. Here are a few hyphenated or hybrid roles for technical writers. I guess hyphenated isn't technically the right term. It's more of like a slash with these terms, but hyphenated seems like the lingo to use. All right, here are the terms. Technical writer slash programmer. Technical writer slash API doc specialist. Technical writer slash video producer. Technical writer slash digital marketer. Technical writer slash content strategist. Technical writer slash usability specialist, technical writer slash UX copywriter, technical writer slash publishing tools expert, technical writer slash data specialist, technical writer slash information architect, technical writer slash illustrator, technical writer slash localization manager, technical writer slash web designer, Technical writer slash graphic designer. Technical writer slash content marketer. Technical writer slash editor. Technical writer slash project manager. Technical writer slash web developer. Technical writer slash customer experience professional. Technical writer slash digital storyteller. Technical writer slash corporate communications. Technical writer slash blogger. Technical writer slash communication designer. Technical writer slash plain language expert. Technical writer slash health communicator. Technical writer slash web analytics and SEO. Technical writer slash brand influencer. Technical writer slash information designer. All right. So which of these hyphenations or slashed titles will be the best strategy and route for a technical writer? Well, it depends, of course, on your interest and your skill set. And I made a little poll that you can take if you'd like to see how your hybrid role matches up with others. Uh, you can select multiple options in this little poll just for fun. Now, base, I've been thinking about me, you know, where do I line up? Um, based on the fact that 60% of the traffic is going to my API doc site, and I've been in this game, this online game, for over a decade, uh, I'm guessing that, that these first two hyphenated job titles, the technical writer slash programmer, technical writer slash API doc specialist, they're going to be the most in demand. Um, and, and with these job titles, uh, a lot of times they're not really titled as a, with a slash or a hyphen, but rather they're more succinctly phrased as programming writer, um, which is somewhat confusing because it suggests that you're writing programs, which you're really not. Uh, so you can recast these titles as technical writer focusing on developer docs or technical writer focusing on digital media. 
Um, but I kind of like programming writer. It's a it's a title that non-technical people won't hijack like they did with the title content strategist. It's sort of been hijacked by low-level SEO copyright copywriters. All right, so programming writers or technical writers focusing on developer docs, they bring their value to the table by writing uh, to writing. They bring their value to writing by combining their expertise in technology, their deep understanding of programming with writing skills. And given that the technology field continues to grow and it continues to become more specialized, more diverse, more complicated, um, it's growing at exponential rates. This sort of focus on uh, programmer slash API docs slash developer docs, it will probably be the safest and most in-demand hyphenation for writing roles. Now, whether all tech writers want to develop their programming knowledge in order to play this dual role is another question for another blog post. But based on, on this sort of momentum, I might try to pivot my simplifying complexity series into something that aligns more with that demand such as quote simplifying developer docs or or uh, something along those lines now i think many of the same principles will apply but it's in the way we market and sell things that we can persuade others towards them what do you think thanks for listening again my name is tom johnson and you're listening to I'd rather be writing.com. This is August 7 for 2018.